Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Dram. This is your host, Jason Langrader. I am uh, back with you for the really second episode, but the first episode actually talking about what you all want to hear about, and that's whiskey anyway. Um, the first bottle that we'll be opening and talking about is Ardbeg Anoa. It is a um, non-age statement uh, expression from Ardbeg. It is a 46.6% uh, alcohol by volume offering that uh, is part of the common range or the, well, how does Ardbeg put it? I believe they put it as their premium range of whiskeys. Um, it is really, I feel to be, um, it's a good bottle. I enjoy it. It's um, it's inexpensive, relatively speaking, for, um, for scotch whiskeys. I think it's fifty nine ninety nine now, thanks to um, the uh, administrative pissing match that the EU and uh, the US ha keep having with taxing each other's whiskeys. So it's gone up a bit, but it's uh, fifty nine ninety nine at your local uh, liquor store. Um, it's uh, almost gone for me. It's uh, which is sad, but I don't mind polishing off or killing a common range bottle because those can be replaced it's the ones that uh, disappear that are the ones that are hard to uh to put away so for me it's a uh, it's a good bottle it's a nice um i feel it's more of an anchor for me as far as the ardbeg range goes of the seven bottles that i have um, from that distillery i i don't have a 10 um the 10 year old it's been a long time since i've had it i don't own it probably should get it because i need to do i would like to have all of the affordable common range ones um and affordable you can't see me doing air quotes because <laughs> it's affordable is relatively speaking right um because currently right now the range that they have out is the 10 year old the anoa the ugadol the Coravecan, the tribon the supernova and then the um i think that's it right where's the 20 something that you can still get um drum is still available um so there's some those are specialty releases committee releases they'll bring one out every time they have the uh fey isle, fey isle festival i always butcher that um that is coming up so another expression will be coming out at that point for that but um biano is a good bottle i enjoy it it's um not their greatest bottle that comes up that came out of ardbeg um, but it's definitely not Oogadol. It's got a little bit of a peat to it. Um, my tasting notes, as I said, I'm not going to be very descriptive, but I do take notes when I have these bottles. Um, the nose, I felt, uh, I got some sherry, some caramel. It was very hot, um, innocent, complex, but it will clear sinuses. Um, that is one of the things that I enjoyed about the nose. Um, and that is still the case. Um the glass that I'm drinking out of is a Glencairn, but it's the um, tour glass that I got from Ardbeg. Um, they're smaller. They're the small Glencairn glasses, not the normal size that you'll see that typically you can buy. Um, I don't know the size. I, don't, I should know the sizes of them, but um, most distilleries sell the bigger ones. This is a small mini one that you can kind of fit in a lanyard. I know Laphroaig has had like a little lanyard that fit around your neck and it would fit inside of it so it's probably what is that probably three inches tall maybe two inches tall i think there's a four inch version anyway um 
so I am still enjoying it, but I did have some notes written down. Um, the body's light for an Ardbeg, but it has it has attitude. It's hot. It's got some pepper. It lingers a little bit, and then the finish, um, the finish sticks around. It's smooth. I know when I take a sip of it and uh, drink it. <laughs> I let it sit in there for a minute. You know, it's, <laughs> excuse me. Oh God. The first... Hey, this is, you want to try, I'm trying not to be as, um, I try not to rehearse this too much. I don't want to like edit the crap out of it. So it doesn't sound natural. I, <laughs> I want it to be, I want these, these podcasts to be, um, an experience and I want you to hear the real experience. I don't want you to hear an edited experience where I'm like, you know, I drink it and it has no effect on me because I'm a man and it won't, you know, it won't bother me. But, um, I recommend you don't try to talk while holding a, uh, a swig of Ardbeg, of anything in your mouth. <sighs> but it's good. Um, when you let it linger, it does build. It does build an intensity. That's part of the experience that I talk about when um, when enjoying a dram of whiskey. Um, let it sit on the palate a little bit. Let it um, build. Let it build an intensity if you're up for that. Sometimes, like uh, a Kalila 17, I think I talked about in the initial podcast, will really get intense and will really blow your head off. Um, and there's others that are really hot, that like the uh, Glenn Farkless 105, which we'll get to at some point, where it's because it's so strong, it's 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 60 ABV, so it's 120 proof, and it's just yeah, it gets up there. Um, but I recommend you hold it as much as you can, just to kind of experience it a little bit, because it changes the complexity of the whiskey. Um, you could add a few drops of water after you've had your initial mouth um, just to kind of see what, what it does change because it's going to change the nose. It's going to change the um, it's going to change the body of it, how it feels in your mouth. And it won't really change the finish as much, I feel. Uh, maybe with the uh, higher contents, it may change it a little bit, but a few drops isn't going to change the finish as much, per se, as the nose <clears throat> and the body of it a little bit. I feel it's more than nose, but again, it's just my opinion. Um, but it's a great introductory bottle to Ardbeg. Um, but as far as the range goes, it's definitely the um, it's definitely a step up from ten, but it's still in the younger category. Still in the um, not as refined, I feel as um, the Ugadal or the Corivacan. Um, it's it's got enough of its own character, and for the price point. I feel it's a good bottle. I enjoy it a little bit better than a Lafroig 10, which I think they're right around the same price. Um, it's uh, it's actually I think $7.99 cheaper, depending on where you go. I know at Benny's it's $52. Lafroig is $52.99, and the uh, Ardbeg Anoa is $59.99. But anyway, um, I feel it's got a little more character than Lafroig. Lafroig 10. Um, you know, when I talked about in the first podcast how opinions are what's great about whiskey, I had forgotten that the Lefroy marketing campaign not that long ago, might have been two years ago, was opinions welcome, and that's just it. Uh, Lefroy is very, uh, it's very earthy. It's got a lot of peat in it. Um, we'll talk about that down the road as well because I do have a um, pretty, I don't want to say strong opinion about Lefroy Ten, but. What I find really interesting is the Lefroy 10 versus the Lefroy 10 cast strength, and well, like I said, we'll get to that. I'm talking about Anoa today, so we'll, we'll get that down. We'll get to that down the road. But Anoa 
is um, it's actually a really it's a good expression as I said um, great nose great finish um, it's actually got a pretty it's a very drinkable dram um, for for those of you looking to kind of dabble into Isla and get into the whiskeys of that region um, I recommend I do recommend it especially if you're looking to uh, start a collection or to start a um, journey into what Ardbeg has to offer, start with Anoa because it does kind of give you a little taste of what Ardbeg is all about because all the flavors that are notorious to Ardbeg are, kind, are, are pretty much there. They're pretty much well represented. As you get into the higher end bottles, you're going to, they're going to introduce more of that uh, full-bodied character that you get out of like the Ugadol. Um, or the Corivecan, um, or uh, you don't get so much of that with the expressions like Grooves or with Helpy, but <clears throat> or even Cadalton, but lots of the other bottles that I have. But it is definitely a good starting point. So if you're looking for a nice dram uh, from Isla from Ardbeg, because you're trying to maybe get something from each distillery, um, but you don't want to spend a lot of money, you're trying to stay under seventy bucks. Um, or trying to stay under 60 bucks, I would avoid going straight to Ugadol first because it's it's intense. Um, I would recommend starting out with Anoa um, just because I feel it has a little more little more to offer than the 10 does. Again, that's my just my opinion, um, but I'm I feel kind of strongly about it. It's just, but take it for what that's worth because I haven't had a 10 in a long time. But I would I would say Anoa is going to give you it's going to be a little more mellow. Uh, have a little more flavor to it, and it'll definitely be a good starting point. I don't think it'll steer you wrong. So um, give that a shot and see what you think. Now, um, as far as um, recommendations or a score, I think I already gave you my recommendation. If you want me to score a bottle, a lot of people score out of 100. Um, it's a solid 83, I think, a solid 82. Um I guess if you, if that's something that you need, <laughs> uh, a lot of people like a number behind it. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it. Would I, maybe the better score to give it is would I buy it again? Would I replenish it after I finished it? Yeah, I would. I'd like to keep, um, the full representation of the current existing range, um, in on the shelf, um, primarily again, so that you can get the full expression of what Arbeg's trying to say. Is that something that you should always do with every distillery? I'll leave it up to you. Um, because not everybody loves Isla. So not everybody's going to do that. I love Ardbeg is kind of my go-to distillery. So that's kind of why I have them all. So that's, you know, I'll throw that out there. Uh, did, I did stay there, um, when we went to Isla. So, cause I did visit it in 2017. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that already. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of biased, <laughs> but, uh, again, I love all the distilleries that are on Isla. Um, that's the region that I started drinking. Um, I've kind of branched now into, um, the space sides, the highlands, the, the lowlands, the, the, um, I've all, you know, all of Scotland really, there's really not a bad dram I've had. Um, there's obviously very varying ranges. So, but whatever to each throne. So that's really it. That's kind of the format. That's kind of the basis of what each episode is going to be. Um, we're not going to get, I'm not going to get too, too long winded. Um, I think in future episodes, I'll talk a little bit more about the distillery, um, whatever the next bottle may be, but this is kind of, um, 
this is really what's going to be. So I appreciate you taking, you know, the time to listen to this episode and to uh, take a listen uh, towards my opinion of what I felt that uh, Anoa brought. And I hope it helps you make a decision down the road. And um, feel free to look me up on Instagram at the Big Red Dram. And uh, please feel free to follow me. And I'll, you know, be posting pictures of, of the bottles that I'll be tasting. And uh, this will be up on Anchor and should be on Spotify at some point. And I believe it'll also be up on, um, what is it? Uh, iTunes. <laughs> the itunes podcast so uh thank you again for listening to me babylon about something i love and uh it's always appreciated and again like i said i hope it helps and uh things will get uh we're gonna grow together through this podcast hopefully they'll get better uh a little smoother a little less uhs and ums and uh we get a little smoother with our delivery and uh, we have fun along the way so thank you again for listening and uh i appreciate it and as always go out there and enjoy whiskey one gram at a time